Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. All right, my beautiful friend. Look at you in your naturally hair dried hair. I love when you dry your hair naturally. You look so beautiful. And you're wearing cargo jeans, which is just a, a visit back to the 90s, which was the best era of all time. It really is with a little tool holder. And, I literally used to put a hammer in that little, what do we call that? A strap, the side strap? Sure. What is it called? Hammer holder? Hammer I holder? No, that's that's probably the official. <laughs> Listen, you're a hammer holder slap. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, you look really good. How are you doing? I mean, please tell me your week has been as good as your outfit. Yeah, oh, even better. Really? Yeah, spring is here. I know. Weather really is. Downright lovely, mm-hmm. and it's actually rained here. Yeah. Which is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. So. I love it. The garden is in full swing. Yeah, you've been really getting at it this week. Absolutely. I even saw the garden gloves on the counter. You have not been messing around. Well. They're unopened. Doesn't matter. The <laughs> listeners didn't know that until you said that. <laughs> I've been getting lost in all the gardening books. Mm-hmm. And now I want to rip up my entire yard and plant an orchard. Look at how that got out of hand. See, yard work does that to you. I think there's probably some hormones, pheromones, something in the dirt that just makes you want to rage. Rage tear things out. <laughs> Last week I went out my yard with a with a saw, an electric saw. Wow. Yeah, before I knew it, I was down four trees. <laughs> Really? Yeah, my husband's like, what are you doing with that saw? And I was like, neither here nor there, just finish your project. <laughs> yeah. Sounds okay, so brilliant. did you clear out your backyard? Not yet. No, it's oh. in the process. We actually oh. bought the trees to replace. Oh, way to go. The tree, the shrubs that we shall be ripping out. Great so, idea. Yeah. yeah. We Great uh, ordered a chainsaw. It's on its way. Exciting. I know. <laughs> You're true homeowners now. <laughs> we own a snowblower here. and a chainsaw. So. Wonderful. I can't wait to use your chainsaw. Yeah, sealed the deal. Sealed yeah. the deal. Awesome. My toddler tried to plant pumpkin seeds in the garden. She snuck the seeds out of the, the bag from mm. Lowe's, mm. and I caught her outside trying to rip open the package over Sneaky the garden. little angel. I know. Isn't she, though? Mm-hmm. And so I distracted her by having her help plant some onions, which are not near as fun as pumpkins, but it worked. Distractions for the win. Hmm. Hmm. D- you are so good at distractions. You're very good at that. Redirect. It's I'm, Parenting experts call that redirecting, which I'm is what you are. Easily redirected. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, apple doesn't far from, fall. What am I well, trying to say? Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, how's your garden going? It's coming along, you know. Mm-hmm. I decided to devote one entire garden bed to heirloom tomatoes. Did you? I, I'm sorry. I know you know I'm a tomato snob, Megan. Yeah, I, yeah. I we need to clarify on this a little bit because I, I sent you a text message. I'm so embarrassed. Please don't recite. Please don't. <laughs> okay. Yes, you did. Letting you know, I had some extra mm-hmm. locally sourced. Mm-hmm. Tomato seeds, high quality to red tomato seeds. You would yes. like them, yes. and you said no, thank you. Very thank you politely. For adding in the thank you. I tried uh-huh. to be polite. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you grow heirloom only tomatoes, <laughs> and I thought, well, shoot, what? What <gasps> are, did I actually? What say is that? the difference between heirloom and the rest of these goofy tomato seeds? But I, I Nothing. said, oh, it sounds great. Okay, have fun. So, can you please tell me uh-huh. what is the deal with? Heirloom tomatoes. I'm just a snob. I'm just a tomato snob, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I care more about what's on the outside than the inside. As with everything <laughs> else in life, that's my life metaphor. It's only about what's on the outside, frankly. Uh, no, I just like beautiful tomatoes. I love 
The weirder, the better. That's what I go for. Like what? Tell me. So, what tomatoes yeah. are you going to be growing in your unique garden? Thank you for asking. I hoped you would. Mm-hmm. So they're from this very sketchy Chinese website, first of all. I don't even know what I was ordering. I was just going off of pictures. Okay. <laughs> so I just picked the pictures I liked and then I paid in yen. So I have no mu- no idea how much how many dollars it costs. Oh, you did not. It's true. But um I'm growing a two-pound yellow tomato which is the biggest tomato you can find, uh, orange accordion tomato that's huge. And when you cut it, it looks like a flower. Hmm. A green tie-dye tomato, a tomato that is purple on top and yellow on the bottom, mm-hmm. and a few more. One's called a blue cream cherry, cherry tomato, cherry mm-hmm. tomato. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so anyways, I'm just going to devote one whole garden bed to tomatoes this year. And I'm going to get a little crazy with it because we love tomatoes. Yeah, I love caprese salads, so I love making beautiful salads with tomatoes. So, I don't, I know how it sounds like I'm a tomato snob, because I love just a good old red tomato. Awesome, yeah. awesome. But isn't it more fun to be like, please taste this orange tomato? Yeah, absolutely. No judgment just, here for you and your no, watermelon totally sized judge. tomatoes. Totally judge. Totally judge. <laughs> I don't even care because I know how dumb it sounds. But what I really want to talk to you about is. We have some business. We have some oh. business we need to cover because I learned something interesting the other day. Did you? Yes. Please tell. Remember when you talked about Apreski? I do. So <laughs> this feels very significant. Okay. Yes. I'm whispering into the microphone. What happened? So someone was telling me that they also listened to that episode. And um, Apreski does not refer to the after party. It refers to the drinks that you have after skiing. Doesn't. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be involved in the after party. Uh, yes. Touche. Touche. But apparently, apreski is a direct uh, reference to like, let's get drinks after skiing. Oh. Yeah. So I'm glad we clarified that because I just sort of thought there was like a disco party after skiing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you wear your bell bottoms under your ski pants. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Ava style. And that's not what it refers to. Like hot toddies. Like we're talking about like hot toddies. Mm hmm. Were you a little disappointed when it didn't involve apopants? Uh, I mean, my type of ski will always involve apopants. <laughs> and a disco life. That's right. A disco ball. Uh-huh. That's right. So anyways, I want to clear that up in case some of our listeners are like, you guys are dumb. No, we're not. We are now educated. Okay? Yeah. So that's enough of that. And the other thing I want to ask you about is how is your line a month journal coming? Remember your New Year's resolutions that we talked about? A line a month? Oh, wait, what was that? <laughs> that would be awesome. I would do so well with that. This so, so well. month was too much. That's all. You should probably market that. Maybe we should market that. A for effort. Light a month. Light a month journal. Oh, no. Oh, man, no, that's funny. The line a day journal is going great. Love Ish. it. Ish. Oh, okay. The entire month of February and a solid chunk of March mm-hmm. are not documented. Well, remember, that was a really busy time for you. It was. I apologize yeah. ahead of time to my posterity. What they weeks. don't know, don't hurt them. It's fine. Did not exist, but I did pick it back up about a week ago. Oh, so. awesome. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Okay. I'm very inspired. I actually want to do that ourselves. Now, may I also introduce a new segment that we will do occasionally? Hmm. Let's call it advice from the audience. May I? Well, yeah, sure. Okay. I approve. So how this is going to work is if an audience, if a listener has a question that they would like advice on from other listeners, mm-hmm. they can write in hmm. and just say on our advice tab, I would like to hear everyone's thoughts on this and we will share it. And then the next episode will respond, we'll return and report with what everyone said. Okay. So we have our first question 
that she would like the listeners to answer. Already? Are you ready? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, okay here we go. It. She says, so my six-year-old has been telling lots of lies lately. And although her teacher said it's normal at this age, she told a lie last week that was really weird. She said her tummy hurt and she wanted to go home. Now, that's not that weird, frankly, in my opinion, right? Right, right. My kids tell stuff, say stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I usually just say, do you have to go to number two? You know, <laughs> why don't you take a visit to the toilet first and then come back to me? Um, but she said her tummy really hurt and she wanted to go home. And then later she said, no, I really want to go home because my mommy had a new baby and she wanted to hold the baby. And apparently the baby was from Florida. Lucky baby. Right? And they, But they live in Salt Lake City. Oh. So like the mom did not have a baby. Mm. They did not adopt a baby. Mm-hmm. There was no baby in sight. Okay. He didn't visit Florida. So like it was just like really bizarre. Yeah. So anyways, if you listeners have some advice for this listener, please send it in. Click the tab on our website or just you can DM us and just let us know that this is in response to the lie question. But... My only thought is, don't fret, sweet parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot wait to hear what advice people yeah. have. Yeah, for sure. Huh. Okay, well, I, as you know, I am very excited for this episode. Mm-hmm. I have been itching in my seat all day to talk about it because it <laughs> is going to be a wild ride. Yeah, it's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. You guys came through with the submissions. Uh, first, though, I do want to clarify a little something. Pretty much all or a huge chunk of our listeners are parents. I want to say something to you, the parent. Please, pretty please, go easy on your wonderful selves. You are doing such a good job. If you can't remember the last time your kids had a bath, okay, fantastic. You fed your kids Costco chicken nuggets from the freezer for the third night in a row. Yes, me. Sounds great. You regularly spend $500 on the elf on the shelf's personal wardrobe and pets. Wait, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? That's a thing. Pets. The actual puppet has a pet? More than one. Oh, my land. Mm -hmm. world. Love it. The yeah. top. Oh, look, here I am judging. No, I'm not judging that you like that You're stuff. Judging I'm judging world. that elf on the shelf. Oh. Like, I didn't know that was like a whole business now. So no, don't. No, I like that you do that. I just didn't know it was such a thing now. Good, good, good. Uh, the topics we cover and the opinions that we share have nothing to do with the type of parent you are, nor is it us passing judgment on your parenting or even on you in general. Raise your children the way you want. You know what's best for your family. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel like it, it's it's your turn to raise your kids. So you do it however you want. I'm I got my own kids raised. I cannot worry about your family. Sorry, <laughs> no offense. I cannot worry about your family. So yeah, I agree. Amen to that, sister. Amen. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Well, with that being said, here we go. Let's get into it. Our first submission says. How do parents feel about leaving kids in an air-conditioned, locked car for less than five minutes while you maintain clear sight of them? Can I just say that I love that we started out strong. Yeah. This, like, see, all the submissions are like this. Yeah. Just like, it's, it's someone out there has got something to say. So I love that we started out on this foot. So keep going. So, so many opinions. Okay. They go on to say... While you run in to get the dry cleaning or get cash at the gas station, etc., personally, I see absolutely nothing wrong with this, objectively. 
It's only for fear of our nosy Instagram shaming can't mind their own business culture that I refrain from doing this. I am admittedly a loosey-goosey, laid-back, non-paranoid, non-helicopter parent. You know, the type that lets their kids eat off the floor, doesn't sterilize pacifiers, you get the idea. I'm just curious to see if I'm totally crazy and in the minority here. Really fast before I just like add to this. Did Mm -hmm. you know I once asked a pathologist if it's okay to eat stuff off the ground? And he said, the only floor that I would not eat, well, not the only, but like he's like, can you eat stuff off the ground in your own home? Sure. Should you eat stuff off the ground in like a hospital? Absolutely not. Yeah. So like, because I saw him once eat something off the ground. He was like, yeah, no, no big deal. It's a pathologist. So to this mom, awesome. You keep eating your dinner off the floor. That's what I basically do every night. <laughs> my daughter drops it. I just eat it right up. Wasted, no wasted food in my home. So, but what I also want to say is I'm actually guilty of this. Are you? And I'm whispering it because someone surely is going to judge me and call CPS. <laughs> but seriously, I have left them in the car a time or two. Mm-hmm. But here's the scenario. Mm-hmm. The kids are asleep because, you know, I still have two nappers. Right. I've got a very quick stop. So I keep my car in sight. I usually park. Ooh, this is bad. But seriously, sometimes I will park in the handicap right next to the entrance. Because if, I, if, like, if I'm if i in and out fast, mm-hmm. by the time they're going to tow my car, I'm already in and out. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to be close to the entrance, right? Like, I'm setting myself up for success. Yeah, no okay? judgment here. Well, remember, we can't judge on this episode. Even right. if you want to. Sorry, sister. No can do. <laughs> so, um, and then I run in and I, I sprint. Mm-hmm. I am like... Catwoman, Ooh. Superwoman. Who? What's a female? I'm not even thinking. Wonder about. Woman. Does she run? Wow. Fast? Actually, I just really love Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot is oh. so beautiful. I just watched Murder on the Nile. Oh, oh. Did, is she in it? Yeah, I'll watch it just because she's in it. So good. And then I have the book. You should probably read. Oh, it. I will. Every time oh. I see a picture of her, I'm like, I tell my husband, isn't she so beautiful? Absolutely. And my husband, I think he's like embarrassed to admit it. So he's like, yeah, she's fine. I'm like, no, seriously. Like <laughs> she is the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. She's yeah. unreal. So yes, I would like to be Wonder Woman because I want to be her. So I sprint in, mm-hmm. throw my credit card to the cashier. I'm like, hurry, hurry, <laughs> check me out because I got to get back out. And then I run back outside. Uh-huh. So it like, it has to be the perfect scenario. If I have to park far away from the door, I usually won't do it. It makes mm-hmm. me too nervous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. I have okay. done this more so okay. while in the Midwest and Mountain West. Yes. In Boston. Yes. Never. Never. No. Never. And when I have done this, I can keep a solid visual on the car and I, I pretend I'm the flash in and out. Oh, so look fast. at you. You actually are the flash. I'm an actual blur. So, yes. so fast. Yes. I mean, I posted just say a, a video of us running. People can attest to this. You are the flash. We we are Wonderful well, I'm the, the gazelle. Flash. You're the yeah, flash. You're the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah. Okay, so before we get too far down the show, do you want to hear a really crazy story? For sure. So it may or may not be fictional. I'm pretty sure it's true because I heard it from the victim, from the person. But it was been a while since I since I heard the story, maybe like three years. So I just want to make sure I get it right. But she, in San Francisco, she had to go drop off a piece of paper to her husband downtown so she's got her – I actually think she only had two kids in the car. She has four kids, but I think she had two kids in the car. Mm-hmm. They were sleeping in the back. So she pulls over to the curb. Her husband's at the front door of the building. She walks literally five to ten feet to give him the piece of paper, leaves the door open to her car. Someone hops in her car and drives off with her kids in the car. No. Her phone's in the car. Everything's in the car. So she's running after the car, and people are, like, freaking out, right, because – the, her car was stolen. Yeah. No one knew that her kids were inside. 
So she calls the police. They're following her car with the with a helicopter, with the police vehicle. But for an hour and a half, her car was driving on this high-speed chase through San Francisco. And they think what happened is like once the thief realized that kids were in the car, because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they just found the car on some random person's driveway. Really? So they think that once they discovered there were kids in the car, they're like, whoa, I wanted to steal a car. Didn't want to kidnap kids. <laughs> so just like ditch the car, which is so crazy. But can you imagine the worry? So I think that's why the my ducks have to be in a row for me to do such, such a thing mm-hmm. because I have this story we're playing in my head. Yeah. And I get out of the car. I shut the door. I lock the car. And then I sprint. Right, right, right. Like, it sounds like this listener also likes to have her ducks in a row, just like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I bet a lot of people feel that way where they yes. will do this, but only under yes. the perfect Absolutely, absolutely. But also, like, if I see, I don't like when people call other people out. Mm. I don't, you don't know the situation. You don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you, so I, I, I don't know. Unless it's like 110 degrees and I see something terrifying. Right. I think we all know the appropriate exactly. time and place. Thank you. you yes. Know? You're always more eloquent than I. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Anyways, <laughs> just say, yeah, you're, yes, you are, Megan. No, you are. No. Yes, enough. Just be humble yourself and take that compliment. Thank yes. you so much for that. You're welcome, you humble Strange thing. Strange compliment. Enough. <laughs> you're so funny. Okay. But I, we asked a poll. Yeah. We asked yeah, a the poll. Instagram that doesn't poll. make sense. We, you, you go ahead. Carried on a poll. Yeah. We hosted a poll. <laughs> <laughs> and 82% of people said they would leave their kids in the car for a minute. And yeah. only 18% said no, mm-hmm. not under any circumstances. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So take heart, dear listener. Just continue to do what you're doing. Carry on my way with us. Is that appropriate? <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. I thought it, I just like that song. I listened to it today. Anyways, so. The next submission is really fun. She says, don't baby the kids when they get hurt. Just say, ouch, that hurts. Want me to kiss it better? And then move on. Okay, so I'm also guilty of this. This is me. I didn't submit this, but I was like, oh, wow, I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I know how this makes me sound. Like I know why some people will have a problem with this because it does make us sound a little like unfeeling, right? But this is just how I was raised. And as an adult, I think I'm I think I'm pretty tough. I mean, I can cry if I want to, but I don't usually feel the need to. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of want the same thing for my kids, you know, yeah. usually it goes like this. The kid trips and falls. I say, whoa, what a cool trick. I usually don't even draw attention to the injury. I'm like, wow, that was awesome. Uh-huh. And then I just like pick them up, pat their bum, dust off their bum, set, tell them they're really brave, send them on their way. And it works for us, but I, but I do know that I have some friends who think that's really callous. Really? Yeah. Well, we are on the same team with this one, too. Okay. Unless there's blood dripping right, or a bone right. sticking out of an right. appendage, I am not too concerned. And if there is blood involved, my typical response is, go show your dad, because the sight of blood mm. will promptly send me running the other way. Oh, anyway. really? Oh. oh, does that make you really queasy? Ugh. Really? Ugh. Oh. Yeah, that and teeth, like wiggly teeth. Teeth? Oh, I can't handle wiggly teeth. I mean, you've got teeth. teeth in your mouth. Yeah. But when I was a kid and they were falling out, I didn't care. But now that I have kids with wiggly teeth that pull them out and then really? they come to me. Oh, I remember having students who Blech. lose their teeth, you know, little fifth graders come up to me with this bloody tooth in their hand. Like, Ugh. what do I do? Yeah. Uh, what do send, I do? What like, do you mean, I'll send man? someone with you to open all the doors to go to the nurse. Ugh. Don't touch anything. Just weird. go. Just go. I believe you. Just so go. So weird. I don't need to see the proof. Well, I, I don't like stuff like that from stranger kids, but my own kid, no big deal. No, it's really right? gross for my own kids too. Okay. Blech. 
we all show love in different ways. And I love that you hate their teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Their teeth, their blood, their bones. Uh, Hate it all. That's funny. Okay. Well, because I was just curious, Mm -hmm. we asked another poll and we, and 4% said that they would follow their kid's injury with like kisses and snuggles. Yeah. Which frankly, I thought was going to be the majority. Yeah, I, I thought, thought I, I was thought in the it minority. would be higher. That was really me surprising. Too. I to was me. very shocked. Mm-hmm. And ninety six percent said that they just give a quick, "Are you okay? Okay, hop back up. You're good." Yeah, that really shocked me. Mm-hmm. So, I, okay, I don't know what to take from this, but like I said, carry on, my wayward co-parent. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the listener. Got it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay the next submission well wait a second are they gonna be offended that i call them a wayward parent you're not actually wayward you're just quoting the song yeah i'm just quoting the song you guys yeah you're actually like a stalwart parent carry on my stalwart (laughs) parent okay i could see you about to do that you could seconds before yeah (laughs) knew it was coming i just don't want someone to be offended unnecessarily (laughs) they will not be because no one's allowed to get offended from this episode you're not allowed you guys being offended takes a lot of emotional work. Ain't got no time for that. Not worth That's it. correct English. <laughs> My husband is screaming in pain right now. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. Okay. This listener says, ignore the kids when they're crazy in public. No one can see you, but you're just like rolling your eyes right now because we, <sighs> I, I mean, I'm curious why she says this mm-hmm. because- I ignore, I like to also ignore junk behavior, Mm -hmm. but when other people start to notice and I can tell they're getting irritated, then I, I will sometimes jump in. Do you? Yes. But usually all I'll say to my kids is, do you see that other people are watching? You're being a little too loud or crazy for them. Okay. I struggle with this. When the kids are outside and being loud and crazy and not physically hurting a soul, why should they have to conform to someone else's unreasonable expectations? You know what? I totally agree. Totally. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. (laughs) Well, but especially at a public green space or a playground, but I'm also guilty of adjusting my kids' behavior to meet the unrealistic and downright ridiculous expectations of others. Yes. Yes. It should not matter. It should not matter what other people think of me or my kids, but that is so much easier to say than to 100% invest in. So I agree. Okay. But you brought up like a park or a green space. Okay. Mm -hmm. At a park or playground, same. I'll let my kids go wild. That's like the appropriate space to go out. Okay. But what if you're at like Applebee's? Mm. What if you're Applebee's Mm -hmm. and you're like waiting for your table? I've actually never eaten Applebee's. I don't know why I use that. But like same thing. Like (laughs) you're somewhere. No. But that's for a whole other episode on this. No, I don't think I have. Something I ever have, but anyways, really weird. Okay. What if you're like, what if you're waiting somewhere where your kids kind of need to be like, uh, they they can't be insane, right? I what feel do like you do then following following social norms, right? Your kids that's cannot what I mean. jump around like crazy hooligans right. in a restaurant because right. that is not respectful. I agree of the people around you. I think having the correct expectations, and if you mm-hmm. know your kids are gonna be crazy hooligans in a mm-hmm. restaurant, then. You know, clearly there's some other expectations to set. Yeah. I I don't know. Since she didn't clarify the word public or he, this parent parent did not clarify what public meant. I took it to mean a park or a green space because, again, I remember being in certain situations in public spaces and my kids would just be playing loudly, screaming, doing whatever. But people would be visibly bugged by it. No. 
That's childhood. They need to have a childhood. No. I just, I think my thing is I just want my kids to be aware Mm -hmm. that their behavior or actions might affect other people. And I just want them to be aware of that. Right. There are times and places, there are appropriate times and places, like airport TSA, like the the check line. Yeah. Right? Nah, that's not a place to be like wrestling each other on the ground. Right. 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 So that's when I'm like, uh, no, Mm -hmm. the TSA agent's looking at you Mm -hmm. and we're going to Mexico but you might have to stay behind. Like, <laughs> so I know, I, yeah. I know what she's saying, but yeah, that's she tricky. has a good, she has a good point. Mm-hmm. Junk mm-hmm. behavior, ignore the junk behavior. That's what I say. For sure. Okay. You ready for this next one? Yeah. Bring it on. She says no sleepovers, period. Whoa. That is very resolute. This is me, Megan. I, I didn't submit this. Yeah. No, but I don't do sleepovers. So, and I don't really want to dive into the why we don't because risk reward. I don't want to, no. <laughs> everyone feels differently about this, mm-hmm. but the potential for shenanigans or like AKA dumb things to happen at a sleepover are really great. There's a high potential for shenanigans mm-hmm. and I don't want to set my kids up for something like that. So I know there've been thousands of successful sleepover stories, but I also think there's been an equal amount of unsuccessful sleepover stories mm-hmm. and so it's just easier for me to say no yeah. so we and I know like a lot of people we've been invited to sleepovers before and I'm always like so trepidatious I'm like uh no thank you because mm-hmm. like there's no explain I, I don't want to explain why mm-hmm. we just don't do it but I don't even I didn't even want her to go to Girl Scout camp this year yeah it, like if I'm the chaperone I'll yeah I'll go but by herself no I don't know, but I know that's unpopular. I think I'm in the minority. No, no, no. So we haven't been in this situation yet where my kids have been invited to a sleepover with friends. Okay. We do allow cousin sleepovers, but my husband and I are also on team no friend sleepovers. Yeah. For the same reasons that you are actually. Interesting. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. I mean, I I do feel like we're in the minority. This would have been an interesting poll as well. Oh, maybe we should do it on Monday. Okay. When we post this episode, we'll we'll actually ask about it because I am curious if we're the minority. Mm -hmm. I think we are. Yeah. But in today's world, maybe not. Were you allowed to have sleepovers growing up? No. Interesting. No. But there were some interesting dynamics in my neighborhood growing up. Okay. And I I think that's a result of my neighborhood. Huh. Yeah. So like, once again, I don't want to dive into it because this is yeah. not the episode for that. But right. no, I was not allowed to have sleepovers. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We we had lots of sleepovers. Well, and so did my husband. Really? Yes. He had a lot of sleepovers. But the stories that he tells me from his sleepovers, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want our kids to be that. Right. Yeah. I could share a few. So is he yeah. no sleepover, team no sleepover as well? Now. Yes. Now okay. that I have like shared <laughs> my feelings, yes, he uh-huh. agrees. No sleepovers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey. I don't know. So I support it. No hey, judging. I support you. Well, thanks. Never, never invite my kids to sleepover. Okay. I'll never invite yours either. That's fine. Okay. Great. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next submission says no TV or video games when friends come over, unless it's a special late night with friends. Oh, and this kind of piggybacks off our last one. So they yeah. don't do sleepovers. Sounds like, but they'll do late nights with friends. Yeah. Right. I, think I yeah, I agree. So, I feel, I feel the same way. We don't do any TV. We don't do any screen time if friends are over. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they should play with their friends. But And I do get really bugged when my kids come home from a play date and say they watch TV the whole time. We we have had a few play dates where my kids have come home and said, we got to watch TV. One, one, <laughs> one kid came home from a play date and said, we got to sit in his mom and dad's bed and watch Scooby-Doo for the whole two hours. And I was like, wow, 
uh, that's not what I thought I was sending you over there for. So I, don't, I actually don't like that either, but uh, I don't know. I Maybe I'm the minority. That's I, fine. I let one of your kids watch a show for okay. 20 minutes one time t- a long time ago. Really? Oh, actually, do I know about this? You might. You might. This was years ago. A long time ago. Okay. And he, your wonderful child, whom I adore, he still asks me every time he's over, Miss Megan, can we watch a show again? And I die. Oh, cute. Every time. He has excellent memory, by the way. That's amazing. Excellent memory. That's amazing. And he's also very disappointed when I always tell him no. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No. No. Go play. Have fun. But he remembers every time. I think I remember, but I also remember, I think you were babysitting him for like a few hours. I think so. Like it's different if you're like, yeah, I don't remember all day. Right. And I need a 20 minute break to start dinner. That's different from like, we have one hour and you're going to spend the hour watching a movie. Yeah. I might've still had a nursing baby. I don't know, but it was. No, I remember. Way, way back. But he still will ask to watch a show and it just makes me giggle every time. That's so funny. I love him so much. That's because he knows you're so soft and he just wants to. He knows the way to my heart. And it's through his, Miss Megan. Miss Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But speaking to the submission. Okay. This doesn't bother me. Okay. Because I've watched my older kids bond with their cousins and their friends by climbing trees and skiing and building Legos, but I've also seen them spend meaningful time together by playing Minecraft and watching all things Star Wars and Studio C sketches on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the caveat is for us that the TV or video gaming has to be done in a communal area, like the living room or the kitchen or the dining room. So there's frequent but discreet adult supervision. Yes. But I also have, to this point in my parenting experience, also really trusted the cousins or the older cousins sure. or the the other kids they've been with. Sure. So that's kind of been our love it little baby steps into it. But I love that. I love that. Well, no, I I do think time and season. Mm-hmm. Right. My mm-hmm. kids are still little right now. Right. That when friends come over, they're playing Hot Wheels. Right. They're playing outside. They're riding their bikes. But as they get teenagers, I can see why screen time would become more frequent, mm-hmm. or not even teenagers as teens, tweens. Yeah, because that's kind of what they they like now. Right. So, I, I this is not a hard issue for me. Yeah. But I can see it changing. At this phase evolving. This is, yeah, this is how you feel. Yes, yes, evolving. Okay, now sh- this next one says, "I moved my baby into the nursery across the hall at four weeks old." That's what she says. And I don't really have a problem with this, but I can foresee why some might. I like the idea of having the baby close because that's, you know, my mama bear instinct, but I'm all about sleep and sleep training, mm-hmm. as you know. Sleep. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, my kids get Unisom from, poof, like they leave the hospital. No, <laughs> Actually, I'm a little freaking out over here, Megan. Someone told what? me yesterday that Unisom has been linked with Alzheimer's. Yes. Am I going to get Alzheimer's? Yikes. Well, We'll find out. I don't I actually take it often. It's probably yeah. like once a week max, but yeah. I was like, oh my heavens. Okay. So anyways, no, for the record, guys, I don't give my kids Unisom. They go to sleep naturally by closing their eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It got away good, from me. Good clarification. Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. So anyways, I, yeah, I'm here for her submission. I think it's fine to move your baby. The next submission actually references this. So let's read it really fast. She oh. says that some people say to never wake up your baby. But I wake up my babies and I sleep train them from day one. Mm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
there are a million right ways to deal with how your kids sleep. That's correct. The right way is the way that works for you and your family and helps you not lose your sanity and get sleep that your body needs. Right. And some people need more sleep than others. That's true. But if you incredible parental listeners take anything away from this episode, please let it be this. There is more than one right way to do this, to be a parent. In fact, there are a million right ways. And for the record, my babies are in separate rooms as soon as possible because I get no sleep if I can hear every coo and whimper. And that's what worked for me. Right. No, I think you're exactly right. My kids also go into their own room pretty early. Well, early ours is like six to eight weeks. So okay. I still feel like that's early. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just telling myself because I, I could do it sooner. But I'm always like, what if I don't hear them cry? And then I'm like, Amanda, you can hear them cry. Right. Your ears are like tuned to hear everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've, I see no problem with this, but that's fine. Everyone does it different. And you're right. There's a million right ways to be a parent. So I like that. Okay, next submission says no allowance, period. We use fake money to teach them the value of money. We will pay them for real chores. We don't pay an allowance because we don't feel like kids should be paid to clean the messes they helped make. It's our house, our mess, so we all clean. I love that. And she says we don't feel like kids should be paid to clean the mess they helped make. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, that's perfect. As this listener's kids get older, I don't think they'll even be able to argue this one with their parents because it just makes so much sense. It's solid reasoning. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I'm actually going to start saying that with my kids. Are you? Yeah. You helped make this mess. Or I'm going to say, we all made this mess. Mm. We're all cleaning up. Mm -hmm. Because that's Mm -hmm. totally logic. And I actually like the team team spirit in that. Team spirit. Yeah, maybe I'll make us cleaning jerseys. We can all put on our cleaning jerseys as we start cleaning the house. <laughs> Cannot wait to see this. I think you also need a picture. <laughs> okay, the next listener says, dinner and dessert. Oh, no, this is what I'm saying. Not a listener. Dinner and dessert. Hey, <laughs> there are lots of opinions and thoughts. So we're going to read three submissions that basically summed up what everyone was saying. The first says... We have the kids finish their plate of food before dessert. The next person says, they, the kids, eat what we eat. We give them things that they will like. We don't make dessert contingent on dinner. Okay, the only question I have about that comment is, like, do they ever serve them foods that they haven't tried mm-hmm. and potentially might not like? Hmm. Okay, that's my, own, that's my only thought. Yeah, that's valid. Okay. And the last person says... I make kids eat their dinner. The kids, my kids, her kids, I assume. Mm -hmm. Don't make kids, all kids (laughs) eat their dinner. Even the things they hate if they want dessert or anything after dinner. So they have to. See, look, these are three really, they're all about dinner and dessert, Mm -hmm. but they're all really different. So one more time, finish your plate before you get dessert. Yep. Give dessert with dinner. Dessert's not contingent on whether they eat Mm -hmm. or eat everything on your plate even the stuff you hate to get dessert. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So the one listener where they make their kids eat dinner, even the things they hate if they want dessert, that listener actually came back and clarified. So here's what she says. When I met my husband, his kids were the worst eaters. I mean, they would starve before eating anything they claimed to not like. If they liked it, it was usually the processed freezer meal or a box. 
my husband always wanted to just make one meal and that's what you get. If you choose not to eat, you choose to be hungry. But being a single dad was hard and having an ex that feeds the kids anything they wanted, even if that meant three different meals, was even harder. Whew, that's that's hard. Mm-hmm. Now that we are married and we have stuck with this rule, the one meal for everyone rule, for the last year, the kids are still a little picky but have grown so much and have learned to like so many things. I just sent about 17 meals to their mom that the kids would eat. They will try things quickly and usually like it. We are working on new veggies at the moment and their mom may finally be jumping on the bandwagon of not making a second meal for them cross fingers. Wow. That's amazing. I don't know who this person is personally because all submissions are anonymous unless you sign your name at the end or something. But I think the, Mm. like, I think the world of the stepmom. Patience. Yeah. She clearly cares about these kids, Mm -hmm. her kids. And I just want her to know if she's listening to this episode, which I hope she is. She's a rock star in my eyes. This is amazing. Yeah. This is hard. These dinner dessert things, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I don't know if it really matters. It probably doesn't. Right. But this is one thing that everyone has an opinion on. I'm always surprised when someone's like, I always feel terrible when I'm like, you need to finish your plates. And people are like, what? Like, I feel bad about it, but yeah. everyone is different. And the poll, we asked this in a poll, 70% of people said that the kids should finish their dinner to have dessert. Mm-hmm. And 30% said, nope, they can eat what they want and then have dessert. Mm-hmm. So th- I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is. I We kind of fall in a weird gray area with this. We don't make our kids finish everything on their plate. Okay. But we do have a very hard and fast rule. You don't have to like it, but you do have to try it. And if they don't try it, then yeah. typically... They don't move on to the next yeah. thing. But there this rule has been so well ingrained in them. We right. really try not to make food a battle because there's so many other yeah. hills that I like. Oh, for sure. It's not willing to die on that one. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, no, so yeah, it's, it's not a battle in our home yeah. either. Yeah. If I put something new on their plate mm-hmm. that I know they probably will not like, I usually put one or two bites. Right. And that's and then I will say to them, you need to have a polite bite. You need to try it. Catchy. Well, I heard it from from someone else who's like an expert in fanciness. Oh, seriously. Yeah, I took took a fancy class once, and she was like, "We you call it a polite bite. You need to have a bite that is not a baby bite, but you know, just like a polite bite. Yeah, I don't need to explain it. And um, so that's what we do. That's Mm -hmm. we do. Like tonight, we had a salad with Parmesan cheese on it, and I know my daughter my daughter does not like Parmesan cheese. I know she does. Does not. And, but I still said to her, you need to have a polite bite because my idea is like, if your taste buds change, they might have changed. Right. But they don't, if they don't like it, I won't make them eat it. Mm. But Mm -hmm. if they like something, I make them eat it all gone. And they're not even having like an adult portion. They're having like, yeah. Yeah. I remember you clarifying that you, yeah. So it's not even like I'm gorging them. Right. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, Mm. I just see multiple ways to do it right. Absolutely. Hey, the next one says, put them on dirt bikes. Oh, no. Can you read that again? Put them on dirt bikes. (laughs) Wait, one more time. Put them on dirt bikes. Love it. Was that the right right accent? Well, it does. I don't know. Put them on the bird. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. She just said, put them on dirt bikes. Yeah. Okay. Is this my sister-in-law? I don't is this know. You? I one don't of my husband, one of my husband's sisters and her kids have these 
kid motorcycles. Ooh, that sounds fun. And they are always singing the praises of the bonding time they have yes. together as a family while adventuring on their bikes. And I was nervous at first to let any of my kids on them. But when I saw how cautious my sister-in-law and her husband are requiring the kids to wear all the protective gear, teaching them how to be wise on the bikes, I was sold. You hit the nail right on the head, frankly, because I can see why a lot of parents think this is really reckless and dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do think it can be reckless and dangerous, but I know a family, same thing. They all have dirt bikes and they wear all the gear and they have all the, all the helmets like they, and they are well educated mm-hmm. on how to ride dirt bikes. And because of that, they all get out on Saturdays and go ride their bikes together mm-hmm. and they have so much fun. Yeah. So I think if you can be educated and prepared, then I don't have a problem with it. I just have a problem. People just go out naive. I think that's where I'm like, oh, that makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't have a problem with this. Have at it. I think that's fun. Okay. She, the next person says, we talk to our 14 month old like he is five or six. And I think this is logical. I, I almost never use my mom voice unless they're like a newborn, you know, like, the, you know what mom voice I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I talk to them just like grown kids and I guess I expect them to talk to me like that back. So that's why I do it. Same. Same. Yeah. I only use my my mom voice if I'm like talking to a newborn and I absolutely cannot resist. <laughs> Who can resist? Okay. This listener says, I lay with my kids every night until they fall asleep. Quote, the worst habit I ever started. Then I think she, that's what other people say to her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then she says, people act like my kids will never be able to fall asleep on their own. They're trying to make me feel bad about it, but I love it. A lot of emphasis on the love. And I'm fully confident that one day they will not want their mommy laying by them and scratching their back while they fall asleep. Uh, I'm not confident about that. That actually sounds really nice. I will love my mom. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm not saying I wouldn't want to do this, but logistically, that's been near impossible in my house since my firstborn began sleeping in a bed nine years ago, there's always been a toddler or a slightly older kiddo needing something, which makes laying with another kid for long stretches really tricky. So naturally, we had to follow up and ask this listener logistically how she does this. And yeah, she responded. She said that she, um, like her and her husband tag team. So one will go with the oldest, one will go with the youngest, and they just work work their way through all the kids but she said she doesn't scratch their back until they fall dead asleep Hmm. she'll just scratch their back for a few minutes Mm -hmm. just lay with them Mm -hmm. until they and she said most of the time they fall asleep but she said because this bedtime is really calm like everyone gets into their beds everyone just waits for mom and dad to come in Hmm. then they do it so i don't know i've heard of this from other people and i have no problem with it and i would be okay doing it myself I'm just so darn eager to clock out for the night, Megan. I just Amen. Like, Amen. I literally, I, I read to all my kids for like 10-ish minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone gets a few picture books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't lay with them to fall asleep. And I don't know. I can see it's one of those things where there's an argument why you shouldn't do it. But if you want to and you're willing to deal with any like possible ramifications, then do it. Like mm-hmm. it's like co-sleeping. What you do is your business. As long as you don't require me to go sleep with your kid or like scratch your kid's back when they're when I'm babysitting them. I don't really care what you do. <laughs> oh, those sweet babysitters. Yeah, right? We need to do a babysitter confessions Ooh, episode. Should we? Yeah. 
as Aww. soon as possible because I Good can only imagine the stories. I know, right? Can tell. I know. Remember when oh. Super Nanny was a show? Yes. I loved that show. It was very informative. I loved that show. She was the original um, Simply on Purpose, I think. You know, Simply on Purpose, the like Interesting. The yeah. parenting yeah. Yeah. guru. Uh-huh. Like Super Nanny, I think, was the OG. I learned a lot from that British Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, I wonder where she's at now. Oh, we should Google her. Do do a little deep dive. We should. Super Nanny. Yeah, we should. Hmm. All right. This next submission says, let them keep their binkies until three or when they're done napping. It's just not worth the hassle of giving up naps. So I wait until they're done napping and then take them away. Their teeth always move back. So no permanent damage. All right. Well. I see the pros and cons already, mm-hmm. and I don't really have a lot else to say, but my my kids only get them at bedtime. They get their binkies at bedtime. Still to this day, I have an eight-year-old. No, I just show you. Which would be fine if your eight-year-old has posters. That's fine. No stress. Yep. No, but um, we actually take our we take their binkies away at 11 months, mm. but I also have friends in the same boat. They have kids who are way older than 11 months, and they still use them. So I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. It's not my kid. <laughs> Right. Well, only one of my kids took a pacifier. Really? And she used oh, it till she was at least three years old. Wait, which one was it? What kid? What number? Number three. Oh, that's the one I was going to guess, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that. Okay. And before we took it away, I was the recipient of a few opinionated questions. When is the pacifier fairy going to visit? Okay. Are you worried about her teeth? Okay. Et cetera. I haven't looked at her teeth. Are they? They're fine, right? Well, oh. But we, we did it on our own time. And... Jokes on us. Yeah. Because days after we took the pacifiers away, she started sucking on two of her fingers. You've yeah. probably seen her. Yeah. Yeah. When she's tired or yep. overwhelmed, she will suck on these two fingers. That's right. And we can't take those away. So there's oh, that. Oh, wow. Okay. And I... no, her, her teeth are going to need some work because she okay. sucks on her fingers. So there's that. This is interesting because I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I have actually been down a deep hole. When it comes to finger sucking. Really? Yeah, I don't know Why? if you know my you finger suckers. So I used to suck my two middle fingers. Okay. And I remember, but like as a kid, like an eight-year-old, I remember my parents putting like gross nail polish on my fingers because it was it was affecting Did my it work? So badly. No. It, I actually don't know. I'll have to call my mom and ask yeah. her. But my oldest daughter, we took her binky away and she was fine for a while. And then when my son came along, she started mm-hmm. sucking her thumb. Mm. And we let her do it for a while, but it got to the point where she would like not talk to people because she was so busy sucking her thumb. Like it came, it became like a kind of a weird habit. Huh. Um, so we put the nail polish on, didn't help. I don't even know if I should confess this. I feel like someone for sure is going to call up CPS. <laughs> there was one day I put glue, like glue on her finger or nail polish. It was the nail polish on her finger. And then I rolled her thumb in cayenne pepper and she sucked it all off and loved it. What? Yeah. That's why she's such an adventurous And then I once uh, closed pin, safety pinned gloves onto her long sleeve shirt. Uh And I'd find her with her arm out of her shirt, sucking her thumb. And it just got really out of hand. Like she was throwing tantrum. It was was really contentious in our home. Mm -hmm. So interestingly, one day I was cleaning out a closet and I found a package of old lip smackers. I know you hate lip smackers, but remember I love lip smackers. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. remember this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Have I told you this before? I can't. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's hey. been a long time. Remind me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I was about to throw the lip smackers away and I just had this thought, you know, I bet 
I bet she would like these yeah. lip smackers. Yeah. I bet this my toddler would like this. And I gave her the lip smackers. And for some weird reason, she was, pro- she was probably two, two and a half. Mm-hmm. She would carry one lip smacker in each hand. And because her hand was full, mm-hmm. she stopped sucking her thumb. Interesting. And it was like a night and day, just like switch. It was yeah. like one day she was done. Yeah. But it was a really weird phase for us. And people, mm. people had some comments, but I feel like when I would also tell people that we were trying to fix it, mm-hmm. people were like, well, why? Like it's almost lose-lose. Right. These types right. of situations, someone's not going to approve. And you know what? That's, that it is what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It did, the thumb sucking did not work for us, but it works for others, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. No, I'm I'm taking suggestions. Can I be the next advice one? Because I have two kids who suck on their two fingers, their pointer and their middle finger, and it's usually just when they need comfort or yeah, when that's they're right. tired. Which I don't even blame them. No, but I don't blame them. But yeah, they're just oh, sweet teeth. Maybe when they have braces or oh, any sort of hardware in their mouths, maybe uh-huh. that will be the turning point. I can only hope because they're all all my kids are going to need braces. They all have weird mouths, so well. it's fine. <laughs> You're it's welcome, fine. kids. Yeah, got weird and mouths. Speaking of teeth, the next submission speaking says speaking of teeth. Tell them to brush their teeth, but don't follow up if they actually did. So that's what this parent does. Yeah. She tells them to brush their teeth, but she doesn't follow up. Right. Well, I just, from what I, I infer, that she just really trusts them, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm sensing. So I like the message it sends to your kids, but I am the one that pays for cavity removal. So I, as their guarantor, <laughs> I feel the need to helicopter my parents all the way to the bathroom. But your, see, that's just you Helicopter me. your parents all the way to the bathroom? My, not my parents, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I helicopter parent uh-huh. those kids mm-hmm. straight to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I got my dentist bill the other day, actually, from my kids. They don't have any cavities, but geez taking four kids to the dentist mm. that ain't cheap Mm-mm. Mm-mm. in the mornings i always remind my kids to brush but right? i can only say that one of my children actually brushes oh, really? in the morning regularly with confidence None of she mine do. loves brushing her teeth oh that's so awesome loves that's it so sweet but night is a different story and we do make sure they brush yeah usually with the motivational youtube video of animated monsters singing about brushing teeth for oh, that's two cool. minutes straight what is that it you just Google monsters brushing teeth on YouTube. Oh, that's cool. Or search, whatever. And it's a two-minute song of monsters singing about how to brush awesome. their teeth. And it's been so, it's painful. It's so painful for adults to listen to. But my youngest ones, even my boys, hmm. love it. And they will hmm. listen. And I would rather suffer yeah. an awful monster toothbrushing yeah. song than deal with them having cavities filled, if yeah. that's what it takes. Yeah. I mean, so. most helpful parenting hacks are painful, frankly. Oh, truth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, no, I'm going to look for that video. I didn't know that existed. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'll send it that. to you. Thank you. Bless your life with it. Oh, please do. Okay. Well, this next one says, I don't limit screen time. Do I love that I do this? Still undecided. Some days shows are on in the background while they all play all day and other days it never gets turned on. The tablets are also available and because of this, they don't seem to be on them longer than 30 minutes at most at a time. As they get older, this may change, but for now it works for us. Okay. Well, I think this is interesting and I think it's actually more common than this listener or maybe even I think. So I was actually at the pediatrician the other day Mm -hmm. and she asked me how many 
hours of screen time my kids have a week? I hate that question. So, oh yeah, because I think they ask everyone now. Yeah, oh, I'm do. sure they do. do, and I'm sure there are reasons for it. Bless you, pediatricians, but I yep. hate that question. Do you? I do. Okay. Okay. Well, what did you say, or what? What? I mean, how did you, you know feel I'm about that? Weird about this. Well, yeah, you you can happily stand there with a clear conscience, no blood it's on not your clear. hands. That's not clear. Zero on the Next weekends to zero. We let, them, we let them binge on the weekends. That's why, like during the week. <laughs> But during the week, we just there's no time. We've talked right. about this before. There's yeah. no time, no. and like they don't they don't really ask during the week. But on the weekends, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, right? We just yeah, we let we relax a lot. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> no, half the time I'll turn on a show in an attempt to get stuff done. Uh-huh. My kids will be like, "Nah, we don't want to watch shows." Yeah, what? I know. Just sit down and watch your show so I can have a couple minutes of quiet. But I love this listener, again, clarifying by saying this may change, but for now it works for us. Right. Preach. Right. Doing something that works for your family, perfect. Keep on doing it, mama. No matter how much shame, yeah. screen screen time shame you get. Totally. From people or the pediatrician. From the pediatrician. Do it. Well, um, I think that's just kind of like a, a good... I don't know, motto for parenting. Because I do feel like parenting is always evolving. Mm. What works now might not work in a month. And what works in a month might not work. So I don't know. I like, I think she's right. This may change, but for now it works for us. So I think that is just great. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Last submissions. Here we go. They say, I'm not into all of the holiday extras. No leprechauns, no elf on the shelf, and I don't think that Valentine's Day and Easter need to include lots of gifts. Easter and Valentine's Day are not second and third. Siri, stay out of our conversation, Siri. <laughs> Is that what that was? It was Siri. <laughs> did you hear? I'm sorry. Yeah. I did not understand. Oh. Siri, you won't understand. You never will. You're not a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. (laughs) Keep going. My kids don't need matching jammies for each holiday either. Lots of people are into being extra festive and that's great for them. It's just not my thing. Okay. And then I think this follow-up is the explanation for that submission, right? Because we got on our Instagram and asked people to clarify or explain. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I think you're right. I think. I think you're right. Maybe not. If not, I'm so sorry, but I think think you're right. Okay. So she goes on to say, these are her reasons or rant for the dislike of making every holiday major. She says, I mean, it's just way too much work and money. Who really needs St. Patrick's Day to be a big deal? Wear some green. And if you are really feeling festive, eat some special edition Lucky Charms cereal. Yes. We totally do that. We do that. Uh, And she says, I'm picking on St. Pat's Day solely for illustrative purposes. I've got enough other stuff keeping me busy, like trying to get the massive piles of laundry processed or take a shower or Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Way to live your life, sister. Keep at it. Not to mention, she says, keeping up with the birthdays. Plus, it just feels like the expectation is to make so many holidays gift-centric, candy-centric, and cutesy activity-centric. Again, I say, if you are into that, good for you. I commend you, and I wish I could invent time like you. (laughs) I love that. That as for me and my house, we are tired, and we are doing minimal work for the B and C list holidays. (laughs) Amen. I, I just want that to be our 
our quote from this episode. But as for me and my house, we are tired. <laughs> and we are doing minimal work. Yeah. For the B and C holidays. I love that. So good. Can we yeah. also have a holiday episode, we by should. the way? Because I'd very much love to hear all the Elf on the Shelf gone horribly wrong stories. Yeah. You know they're out there. They are. As well as any other well-intentioned holiday festivities that maybe went a little awry. Yes. We've had They're a for sure out there. They yeah. are out there. The only holidays that I think are worth celebrating are Christmas, Fourth mm. of July, God bless America, and uh April Fool's Day. <laughs> As you know. I love Prank Sinatra in the house. I know the last that holiday came kinda out of left field, but I do know how deeply your love of pranking runs. Well April Fool's Day is every day in, in my world. It is. Having been on the receiving end of Prank Sinatra. Have you? I forget what I've done to you. Oh yeah. That uh-huh. was a good one. Uh-huh. But anyways <laughs> Um, all, but I'm with her on all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I think they're very commercialized mm. and I don't enjoy the pressure to spend money to make something mm. like fun. Like I don't, I don't care for Valentine's Day. But some people love this. Some people that just love doing the, it creates that family tradition or yes, family right. culture. You're right. And memories. You are 100% right. So I can right. absolutely see both sides of this. Like my sister-in-law, she changes her entire house decoration. To, to match the upcoming holiday. Oh, I bet it's lovely. It is. It actually is. When I go to her house, it's really fun. And her kids do have a lot of memories mm. based around like holiday and food traditions, mm-hmm. which I am very envious of. Yeah. But for but like this is said, for me, it's just like too much work for me. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like enjoying other people doing it. That's what it is. That's okay. the balance for me. Okay. You do the work. I'll be there. Yeah. Okay. That That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways, I love it. I think it's really fun. Okay. I think we unpacked a lot in this episode. I think so. Mm. I hope that I hope that people are resting well tonight because <laughs> you should. Absolutely. Uh, as always, thank you very much for your honest and thoughtful submissions. Please remember to subscribe, rate, review. If you could just tap those little stars, all five of them preferably, please. Yeah. And of course, don't forget to respond to our first question of the episode about lying. Yeah, we'll post it. Yep. Our listener would love some advice on that. So you guys, good luck out there. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.